right, Tim, this is the time that I typically do not look forward to. Um, I don't, I, for, there was a stretch where I wasn't, I wasn't accurately picking and then I was accurately picking, but that meant that I was picking Ravens to lose. Right. So <laughs> I told you I picked the Jaguars last week. Yeah. Cordell is typically really good with this. He typically picks. Oh, he's been on a tear for weeks. He um, picked the giants to win. Yeah. I remember picked, that. I, I asked he, him that during pregame and I was like, really? He and, picked the giants. He picked the bills. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and, and of course he, he also picked the Jaguars and well, I, look, I picked the Ravens to win in the bills game and I was right until zero, zero, zero. So <laughs> look, I ain't been on type of way about that. Right. So here we are, uh, week 13 and we are playing, uh, the Denver Broncos who are literally struggling. However, they still have a defense that, uh, statistically is doing very well. So. Do you think that the Ravens get back on track this week with a win at home? Mind you, this is the Ring of Honor weekend that Marshall Yonda will be inducted. I don't know how people feel about stuff like that, but, you know, sometimes it gets the crowd fired up, which I, I always believe that the crowd plays a role in home games. Oh, for sure. For sure. And, and definitely excited um, for Marshall to come back. Well-deserved. And I think one day he'll definitely be in Canton. But get back on track. I mean, I think they'll win. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, I said it before. I, I just see this like the Panthers game. I see this being very ugly. The over-under is 39. I would hammer the under. Disgusting. Sports apps, sports apps are legal now in Maryland. Get after it responsibly responsibly but uh i see like a 20 to 10 ravens win i don't see the broncos offense doing much of anything but i also don't really see this ravens offense doing a ton either and i i really can't wait to see them in the red zone going against the best red zone defense because They've just been in a serious funk. And and the thing that bugs me, and we've talked about Greg Roman during this podcast, you have the ultimate red zone weapon in Lamar Jackson, yep. where I said since week four, 42.2% red zone efficiency. Lamar's lowest, his lowest in his career is 59.6. That's a 17% difference. That is That's a lot. Yeah. Huge. And it was 64% in 2019. I get it. 2019 was 2019, but like they need to be better. And yeah, maybe you can get away with that against the Panthers. Maybe you can get away with that against Denver. If you're going against the Bills, you're going against the Chiefs, you're going against Miami, you got to cash in. Three, three points is not going to beat those teams. I agree with you. I think that they do have to find more ways to get Lamar into the end zone. I think that these, this offense has to find ways to step up. I know that we praised um, Demarcus Robinson in the Panthers game for stepping up, um, but he made some mistakes in the Jaguars game. There's a touchdown that he dropped in the back of the end zone. Um, I, fe- I personally, Tim, felt that that second pass – out of the game where he it's overthrown is a Demarcus Robinson issue. I felt like he lazily jogged off of the scrimmage and um, run full speed and it was too late. I feel that way. 
Uh, we saw Mark Andrews Josh dropping Oliver, a touchdown you pass. Thing. You ask him right say. We look. I we Josh Oliver dropping. Was it slightly overthrown? Whatever. But you, any other guys in the National Football League have guys that go up and get those passes. And somebody has to step it up. Somebody has to be the guy to step up in this offense and find a way to help their quarterback. Period. And but, but do I think – I'd say this. We're, we're bringing up Demarcus Robinson and Josh. <laughs> like it was, crazy, this is where right? We're at, where it's, Unreal. I mean, Demarcus Unreal. Robinson was cut by the Raiders in August, the end of August. Yeah. And he's their de facto number one. Like, <laughs> that's what I we're at. I try not to buy into that too much because I feel like the main reason that Demarcus Robinson got cut Bateman. is because of the Devontae yeah. Adams trade, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, bi- that's a big part of it, right? But, sure. no, I, yeah, right. I get your point. I completely understand your point. He ain't have a job at one point, and the Ravens picked him up off the street. Um, and, and we're asking him to be a guy on this offense. Um, so – Somebody got to step it up. I don't know who it is. Somebody has to step up for Lamar Jackson and for themselves, quite frankly, for that matter, and make some plays. And what sometimes you would like to hope is that when you lose against teams like the Jaguars, a team that, okay, people quote unquote think you should beat, maybe that's a reality check. Maybe you needed to be punched in the mouth uh, and that you needed to be better and that you watch the film and you find a way to get better. And I'm hoping that what's going to happen is that the Ravens got punched in the face, okay? And that they are like, I watched the film. I didn't like what I saw. I got to be a better player. And it starts now. Because you're still in a playoff line. Even if it's not necessarily the division that you win, you're there's three other spots here. There's the five, six, and seven seed. And as of right now, you're still in a playoff position. So I would like to see somebody come out and 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 be the guy in this team. And I don't know who it's gonna be, but I do think that they will find a way to win this game. I agree with you 110%. Tim, I think that it's going to be ugly because that's what the Ravens do. They don't win pretty. <laughs> they don't know what it's like to win pretty. I ain't seen a win pretty game. I don't have you. I don't remember what a win pretty game has been all season long. Quite this frankly, season? I saw them. Yeah. I saw them. Um, I saw them lose pretty. You saw what? I saw. The oh, lose pretty. pretty in the Miami game. Oh, the game. Dolphins game. Yeah, I guess that's a lose. Yeah, I was going to say, in the Miami game, I saw, you, I saw you lose pretty, but I, I don't remember you winning pretty. And, and look, I don't care about stuff like that. Let me be clear. I don't care about winning pretty or winning ugly. I don't care because the National Football League is a very hard league to win football games. And we already talked about how good this Broncos defense is. So if you can win a game against the Denver Broncos, I don't care. That's a win. It doesn't matter. But you do need to find a way to have some type of rhythm because we're getting towards the end of the football season. What are you what is your identity? What are you guys going to do down the stretch to help you win football games? I hope you figured it out by now. Cause I'm tired of trying to figure it out for you. And and that's kind of what I was saying before. I think the defense has it. And I yeah. think it's well, I mean, the pass rush is uh, 
top five in football as far as sacks, but it's third down defense, not fourth down. Third down defense, they can get off the field there, and it's takeaways. And and that's kind of their identity, how I see it. And now they're a speedy defense with the addition of Roquan Smith. Offensively, I mean, like I said, I thought they found it in the second half of that Bucks game, and then I was sorely mistaken. So, <laughs> and, and you said it, Rita, where it's like, they probably aren't going to find it this year. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's December. If you don't have your identity after the first, I'll say two months of the season, first half of the season, like, are you ever going to find it? No, you're not. And so now you just win in football games any way you can. And, you know, here we are, but you still have to find a way to win football games. First things first, you have to win football games. And I agree with you that the defense probably is going to play a big role in this game and probably feast off a really bad Jag, uh, excuse me, <laughs> Jaguars. I can't get that game out of my head. <laughs> Broncos uh, offense that is really struggling right now to score points. So I agree. I think that this is an ugly game. I don't think that anything changes. We're still going to see the play clock go down to five <laughs> seconds before uh. he, he can make a decision. Um, this is who they are. And we have to come to terms with that, that this is the team that they are. And we have to accept that um, because there's no changes that are going to be made week 13. It's just not going to happen. So you just hope that they can find a way to win down the stretch, because even though I'm not a huge fan of saying, Oh, the schedule is this. I mean, if you want, if you're that person, the schedule is favorable to them. It's favorable but as we saw last Sunday, uh-huh. look, you you gotta. We've been talking about the schedule since after the Saints game, and yep. everyone's like, "Okay, you don't play a team with a winning record till week 18." That's true, but if you thought that the Ravens would run the table till week 18, that's delusional. And I can't <laughs> even tell you, I can't read it. I can't even tell you they're going to win the next five heading into Cincinnati. Because I have been, them losing at least two more games, by the way, Tim. Well, think about it. And look, Steelers are four and seven. They're they're a mess. We have seen a lot of crazy stuff go on in that. Yes, uh, we uh, have. Uh, rivalry. I remember Ryan Mallett beating the Steelers. Yes, we the Ravens did. Swept them. They. I remember Charlie Batch coming into yep. M&T Bank Stadium and beating the Ravens their Super Bowl year. You see a lot of weird stuff in the rivalry. So if you told me right now that. They split with the Steelers. I'd say, all right, you know, I wouldn't fight you on that. You know, if like, they find a way to split with everybody in their division, right? Because uh, you know, we they have to play Cincinnati on the road and Cleveland on the road, and they haven't yet played Pittsburgh. That makes them three and three, and then that makes them uh, what is that? Seven, uh, ten, and seven. Now, do I think that that's enough to potentially get to the playoffs? Yeah, but, <laughs> I mean, you might be a first-round exit. So, <laughs> what are we doing here? You know what I mean? I, I will say this, and, you know, kind of maybe I'm being a hypocrite here, but it just being – so, the Ravens' schedule is definitely a lot more favorable than Cincinnati. Yes. Um, they have the Chiefs. They still have to play the Bills. They yep. still have to go to Tampa. They have some tough games. But – the other thing that's in the Ravens' favor right now is the Bengals have a poor division record. Their record is one and three. Uh, Ravens is two and zero. Oh. 
So if they find a way to get to four and two, they're good because obviously Cincinnati can't beat that. And that's the tiebreaker. They already guaranteed a split with Cincinnati. If they find a way to win two of three against the Steelers twice in Cleveland, I think it's their division. I completely agree with you. And um, it'll be interesting to see how this gets played down the stretch, because as you mentioned, um, the Bengals do have some uh, interesting games starting this weekend um, that they will be playing against. Cause I believe they play the chiefs uh, this weekend. So I want to thank you so much, Tim. This was really great. Uh, You know, Cordell's my dude, but you are, you are even, you are just as great. (laughs) <laughs> as, a, as a wingman hey I anytime you need me i'm anybody here better. <laughs> anytime you need me i'm here i appreciate you so much and we would love to have you come back when cordell gets back so we can talk some ravens for sure um we really appreciate you so oh final score <laughs> I, I, we're, we're done here but what's your what's your you said 20 10 right 20 to 10 20 to 10 all right i'm going 24 13 it's okay. still gonna be ugly. Yeah, but he still the hits the under. Yeah, <laughs> Ravens. Will, it's still the under, but Ravens will find a way to um, kind of get away with this late. So 2010 for Tim, 2014, 24, 13 for me. Thank you so much, Tim. Let yeah. everybody know again where they can find you. Inside access, two to six, me, Jason Lockenford, Ken Wyman, and then Baltimore Game Day Daily immediately following that, six to seven, six to seven thirty on Mondays and Thursdays. And hey, throw me a follow at Tim Barbalace, B A R B A L A C E. I know it's a mouth. Thank you so much. I appreciate you so much, Tim. You got and it. Uh, hopefully, Cordell will be back next week. But if not, hey, we'll have Tim I'm come here. back and talk to us some I'm more. Here. You got my number. So from Tim to me, this is Winning Drive.